Welcome to the Wow Marriage Podcast. In our marriage, we had a blast in the whoa, this is awesome phase, struggled and endured through the what was I thinking phase, and fought hard to get to the wow marriage we have today. It's our goal to share with you some practical tools, biblical principles, and help you reach the wow marriage and stay there. So buckle up, get ready. It's going to be a great ride. Now let's get going. Hey, everyone. Hey, welcome back to our Wow Marriage podcast. This is the time that we get to share with you from our hearts things that we've used in our marriage that has helped us well, in marriage and in life, you Amen. know, that has helped us. And we get to apply those, you know, to um, share and to help you out. Today, we're going to talk about I feel taken for granted. And we know this principle worked because we actually did it. She took we, me for granted a lot. <laughs> we took each other for granted. You know, the Bible speaks also about the sense of familiarity. Familiarity? <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a lot of times we we no longer appreciate and value our spouse. And many right. people who get, recently get married, they forgot that they pray for the spouse. Oh, Father, I want to be married. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then they have the prayer answer and they're like, eh. Well, you know, um, I got one better than that. Um, not that it's better than yours, but <laughs> hey, you know, when, when, when people get married, they often pray or they say that, you know, I'm going to give you the world. I pray that we, I'm going to give you the world and I'm going to take care of everything. And then what happens? That's exactly what they got. The world. They got the world in their marriage instead of Jesus Christ. Yeah. They, they do they, things they, according to the world. They act like the world. They go to the world for counsel. And they go to the world for advice. Mm-hmm. And then they get all these things that are contrary, you know, to a either how they were born mm-hmm. or raised mm-hmm. in the church of scripture, mm-hmm. you know, or they have trouble finding truth in the scripture because of what the world is constantly telling them. Well, the principles, the, the Bible have are so, they're backed up with faith, yes. you know. And if you apply this principle, you believe that this is going to work. And then God will back you with his anointing to change your atmosphere, to change uh, your relationship and to bring healing restoration. Mm-hmm. But you have to apply your faith to it, to believe it. And that faith will be as also as even if I don't see it, I'm still going to obey God. You still have, because you know, that's, that's what faith is. You know, you're saying yeah. what you don't see or believing what you don't see as it is real or as you want it to be. You know, but, you know, about, you know, being taken for granted, you know, simply Taken for granted simply means that, you know, somebody, the person you're with, your spouse, doesn't appreciate you. Yeah, I've been there. They, they, you know, um, they don't appreciate you because they think that, you know, you're always going to be there and or they may serve you, Mm -hmm. you know, or, you know, they may just sometimes it's really bad and they just really don't care. Yeah, probably is. But that's one far extreme. Yes. You know, what? what, Mm -hmm. you know, you're faced with. What are you going to do in this relationship? What are you going to do in the marriage? And how are you going to get it fixed? Exactly. You know? So what the Word of God tell us about? What do we do about? Well, we the Word of God tells granted. us in Colossians 3, 17, is that whatever you do in word or in deed, you know, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks to God the Father through him. And when you are doing that, then you are putting yourself down. You're denying the flesh. And, you know, you're you letting the spirit work in you can you're in your speaking scripture, number one, but you're speaking mm-hmm. things in faith, you know, and that's going to come to pass. But you have to believe it. Not only that, the things that we do is an act of faith. We have to check our heart when we do what we do. You know, a lot of times m- 
some, well, I would say most of the time when we do something, we cook, we clean the house, we want some type of recognition. <laughs> and yes. at the end of the day, you know what? My blessings don't come from you. My blessings come from him. That's why we have to check our heart that whatever we do, yes, it will be ideal for you to recognize it, but I'm not going to hold my breath, wait until you say, because oh, you baby. <laughs> well, yeah, because there will be time that you have your own things going on yes. that you probably don't even notice, not on purpose. Well, you know, that is a good, that's a good observation. That's a good point. Because mm-hmm. when you were saying that, I was thinking about, you know, men, especially <laughs> when we're getting ready to go somewhere and, you know, we want to hurry up and we constantly or we will look back at the wife and say, hey, I'm waiting on you. You got to get this done. You got to get that done. <laughs> you know, let's say you have to. Just let's say evenly you divided the chores, you know, you have your outside stuff that men do. And, you know, the woman does her inside stuff that women do. But let's just say you get all your chores done and you're sitting in the car, you're sitting in the living room waiting for her to get done. And, you know, you're rushing and you're taking her, you know, for granted because you should have had this done. And what's taking you so long? I didn't have to do all the dishes by myself. (laughs) Why don't you get off your lazy fourth point of contact? Yeah. You know, military. (laughs) You know, why don't you get up? And help do something. Let's say if she has trouble, you know, with the dishes, say, hey, babe, you know what? I'll do the dishes. You clean the kitchen. I'll put them in the dishwasher so that way I can help you out. We can yeah. help each other out and get but on we, the road instead of sitting back come, waiting. Another thing I know some people like me, I take a long time. So you know what I do? I set up an alarm for everything. <laughs> I got like 50s alarms set up on my phone. Put your makeup on. It's time to go work out. Go ahead and get your praise on. I have an alert. Go ahead and go. You need to walk to the car right now so you won't be late for you pre-service late prayer. For yeah. I, <laughs> if you're not that disciplined, at least be disciplined about, don't set yourself for failure. Right. By not setting it, I, I will remember later. No, you will not well, be remembering you, later. Yeah, that, that is a big problem. So I, I, I set up an forget. alarm and I do it, like I say, everything to glorify God. I don't expect you to be, hey, Maria, thank you because... Today I won't be late for preserve prayer because it took you too long or whatever. <laughs> and, and you know, you have to do what it works for your marriage. I know some people who go with separate cars for service so they don't want to be late because the spouse take too long. Do what it works for you. I don't like driving Get separate cars. Get up earlier. Um, yeah, well, you know but that's, <laughs> that's what works for us, honey. Yes. But and, and the same talking, everything I do is not so you can cheer me up. I can care less. And you know, I feel the enemy of darkness, if you depend so much on you to cheer me up, I will never receive it because my satisfaction, I always have to come. I did what the Word of God told me. I'm pleasing my Father. Whether you see her or not, I can care less. When I start having that attitude, you know what? Something magical happened. You start noticing. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, um, that that's another really good point because, you know, when you're dependent on the other person, you know, to encourage you and to build you up, you know, when they don't, that's when you may possibly have a wrong attitude and think that you're being taken for granted mm-hmm. or, you know, they really don't care. But, you know, you have to stop men and women. I'm not just focusing on, yeah. on one, but you know, we have to stop going by feelings. You know what? Well, I feel this way or he made me feel that way or she made me feel this way. Look, you know what? Stop going by feelings. You know, stop running around with your feelings on your shoulders. You know, every time somebody makes a statement that you don't like or agree with, you know, it's a deliberate attack against you personally. Mm-hmm. That's not always the case. That's, That's why communication is key. It's you know, key. you it's have key. to make sure that you communicate your thoughts and your desires, you know, to keep this from attitude from like you're being 
taken for granted because it may not be that way. You have to voice your concerns. You have to ask and you have to look at it through the other person's perspective. And, you know, once you voice your concern, leave it. Leave it. Yeah. Leave it because that turned to nagging. And nagging is is one of the um, things that can break up the communication and the relationship the most. When a woman starts tiki-tiki-taka with the center, that, that's mm-hmm. not going to change. It will make it worse. But it will never make it better. Right. So one of the uh, one of the things I applied in my life when I felt like you wasn't appreciating all the things that I did around the house, I had to learn how to be satisfied with the cheer off of my father. My satisfaction was, and I maybe to some people some over religious, but it really brought me a lot of peace. Yes, when I checked my heart and I started looking for satisfaction from God, mm-hmm. and then if so, God choose to use you praise God but if not I'm not gonna wait here until you get it together so I can enjoy life because you've been waiting for a very long time <laughs> you know yeah. it, I mean uh, in Philippians four nineteen, it tells us that you know God will supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus and in that scripture probably says it about money mm-hmm. but I think he'll supply everything Every else need, everything if I included need, at the end of the day who are you trying to please? Because mm-hmm. the Bible said you cannot please men. You know, you will never be satisfied. They, for for you, there's always a shortness of Maria. There will always be mm-hmm. that I couldn't do better. Yes, well, I mean, you know, you can't please God and man. You, you're not going to be able to do both. But, you know, when, I, when I'm not focused on pleasing you, I'm focused on pleasing God, then he lines all that up mm-hmm. between us because... You know, let's just say for another example, you know, about being taken for granted, um, you do something that you think is great and exciting to you, you know, for your spouse, but they don't receive it that no. way. <laughs> you know, you know, then you will get mad. You will get, you know, agitated. You'll get a little flustered because, and then you will feel taken for granted. Well, you know what? Don't look at it that way. You know, look at it in a way of, you know, what was trying to be, you know, given to you or what the what the situation was that that want brought this you know thing to pass um like i used to you know try to you know just buy maria stuff just just buy her things you know long time ago now she wants me to buy her all kind of stuff but anyway <laughs> i used to try to buy her things all the time and then you know she wouldn't really accept it mm-hmm. you know in, in 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 a great manner like i thought she would and i'm like Doggone it, lady. I just bought this for you and you don't even care. So I felt taken for granted because I thought you didn't care, you know, and that really wasn't the case. She just didn't care about the thing. Mm -hmm. She wanted more of my affection and my attention and my gratitude toward her than Mm -hmm. going to the store and buying her something and giving it to her. So what are some of the things you think we can tell them that people can do when they feel taken for granted? What are some of the things they can apply? Something practical. They can try to find help where they, they they feel taken for granted. Well, number one, you know, you can seek counsel. <laughs> oh, a mediator, <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, that uh, really uh, helps uh, us. Yeah, counsel, a mediator. Mm-hmm. You know, not another person. Not another person. A mediator. A mediator is one who will be objective in the situation. You know, you go get your girlfriend or you go get the guy you go fishing with. You know, of course, they're going to side in with you. <laughs> but you have to get yourself a good, mature Christian person, a mediator that's going to hear and see both sides objectively, because that is key to really, you know, letting you know both 
or one or the other, you know, what you said Mm -hmm. or what you thought you said is not what you really said. Mm -hmm. So when you have that mediator that can say, hey, you know what? That's not what you said. You know, well, that's what I meant. Well, we don't go by what you meant. It only goes by what you said. Exactly. We, can, we can't read your mind. <laughs> yeah, and she used to chalk it up as a language barrier, but I that just think sure she was did. being rebellious. You know, but <laughs> I know. It was hard, Submit, though. Submit, woman. Yeah, no, really? That was it. it was, hey, I tell you what, man. You know what? If she doesn't have a man to submit to, get on your knees and pray, seek God, and then she'll submit. <laughs> Man, well, that was for the next chapter. Yeah, that's for the next chapter. <laughs> that was just a, a little nugget right there. But no, honestly, all that involves marriage, of mm-hmm. course. But we're talking about take it for granted because I know so many ladies feel so frustrated that um that they're doing so much they believe. And I think because it happens to me, I think sometimes it's pride. You take pride in everything you do and you feel like somebody should applaud you or notice. And yes. instead, of, instead of being gratitude that you are able to do this thing, you go and complain and whine about it. Let me tell you mm-hmm. what happened. My baby here don't like cooking. Well, I, he doesn't cook. Because I and don't have to. Whatever. <laughs> but so I used to complain a lot that why he doesn't cook. Until one day he was like, baby, can you just be happy with me enjoying your food and cleaning after you in the kitchen instead of you complaining that I don't cook? You know, that really did it for me. I said, you mm-hmm. know what? His form of gratitude is not the same way that I do it. That doesn't mean it's wrong. You know right. what I'm saying? So we have to also check our heart in that, that people express gratitude in a different way. Maybe it's not the best way. Like I know that there have been times when you think you're expressing gratitude like, hey, baby, you want to come on around? I'm like, that's come on, not. Come on or what? Come on away. <laughs> I'm Bless not going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> but you think you're expressing gratitude by showing me affection like when I have sex. And I'm like, that is not it. That's work. That's not showing me gratitude. <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> but yeah. So we have to check the way and get to know our spouse in such a way that we have to read between the line and say when they're acting thankful even though for us it's not the same. You know, your way, your way to show gratitude might be just different the way that I show mm-hmm. gratitude. Right. And some people are not very good with words, too. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, you know, another thing, I do, well, if, if you may not be good with words, you know, um, don't forget inception. Okay. Don't forget about, you know, the start of your institution together in your marriage. Mm-hmm. Don't forget about the beginning. Don't forget about what you did to get the girl. You know, now you got the girl. You want to act crazy because, you, hey, you got your prize, man. You know, mm-hmm. but that's not always the case. You have to go back to the beginning and remember all those things you did for her to get her, yeah. to bring her in, you know, to woo her in and to make her fall in love with you. And the same thing for the woman. Yeah. And then when you go through life and things start changing, you can't forget about what you did to, to come into each other's life mm-hmm. because that is a big thing that happens and it destroys a lot of marriages. There's a lack of communication mm-hmm. because they think that, hey, you're going to leave this marriage or this relationship and go to the other one. Amen. But you're bringing your same junk with you and it's not going to get any better unless you change. Like we said, we stay in here some practical things that we ourselves did mm-hmm. to show gratitude. So the word of God tells us you reap what you sow. I remember at times when we did not feel very gratitude, receiving much gratitude from the other. I start noticing what you did for me instead of hoping that you noticed what I'd done for you. Because mm-hmm. we can reap what we saw. I remember pointing out 
simple things. Baby, thank you for putting gas in my car. Thank you for taking me to the grocery store. Thank you for picking up the meal for me. Thank you for little. Oh, you picked your shoes. I, I won't say, you should have picked them yesterday, those shoes. Mm. No. See, that don't encourage anybody to do anything right. for no one. And you see, that's a, uh, th that's a small thing. But see, that is part of, you know, bearing good fruit. Yeah, exactly. You know, when, you, when, exactly. You, when you're doing these little things that may seem seem insignificant, mm -hmm. you know, you're sowing into the life, you're sowing into the relationship, and that's bearing good fruit. Mm -hmm. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, if you're not bearing good fruit, what good are you to anybody? Amen. You know, nobody wants, you know, sour grapes, you know, so to speak. Nobody yeah. wants rotten apples. And that, that that's the natural take of it. But I'm really talking about, you know, the spiritual things. Mm -hmm. You know, you really have to get in, you know, to a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. That is the only way that he is going to keep your marriage locked in tight mm -hmm. and he's going to restore you. You know, he's going to restore your marriage. He's going to renew you because you're renewing your mind by washing your mind with the word. And you know what? You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Yeah. And this, like I say, you hear the right point. This, you can do all this through Christ. Yes. But it's some practical things that even though, because I know we have to hear the direction of the Holy Spirit, the God that we serve is not mute. However, these are some small practical things that you can apply in your marriage and really works. It really works just like you said, the fruit of the Spirit. I remember um, when I felt like that, that I was cheerful, that I was, you know, and I was welcoming more the gratitude from you yeah. because I was not a sour person. Like, I did mm -hmm. all this and he don't even notice. No, I was like, hey, babe, I yeah. cooked you your dinner. And you're like, oh, honey, thank you. See, it's all about attitude. It's all about how you ask for what you need. If I say, you didn't even notice that I cooked you that dinner. You t you wanted that for a long time. And it's that's what makes you feel taken for granted. It, you it take me for granted, but yeah. I want to gratitude from you. But with that kind of attitude, how are you going to, mm -hmm. I mean, you can only reap what you saw. That's right. not a way to say, instead I say, hey, babe. I got you something. I cooked your dinner, baby. It mm -hmm. took me a long time, but I hope you enjoy it because I did it with a lot of she love. She did it with love. Right. And you know, and, and that's... Oh, look at me. I'm getting carried away. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost time for the, us no. to finish. You ready? No. Um, so, you know, what you have to do is, is you're looking at, you know, you need to stop looking through life, at life through the lens of selfishness mm -hmm. and look through the lens of compassion. You know, you know, start to practice your relationship with Jesus Christ. What do we mean by that? Well, I'm glad you asked. Um, what you need to do, you need to start living your life, walking out your daily life as if Jesus Christ were physically standing here with you. Watching your every move, because he is. But what I mean by practicing, you know, your relationship with him is like, you know, people say, you know, out of sight, out of mind. You know, when kids are, you know, when the mom and dad's not looking, they're doing uh, other things that they're not supposed to be doing. And, you know, when you're away from your wife or if you're traveling or your husband and you're going and, you know, you may think that just because you're separated for that temporary time, then, you know, things don't matter. And you get into a, a adulterous relationship or you start doing things that are not conducive to a good marriage. You know what? Jesus, he's still looking at you. He's still seeing, you know, and he's still knowing what you're doing. So when you want to practice that life, you know, just just think about, you know what, God, I know you're with me everywhere I go. You hear whatever I say. You know, I want to please you, Amen. you know, help me to honor you, you know, pray that the Lord will lead and guide you. He will give you words of, to say 
He will watch over you and protect you if you allow him. See, mm -hmm. we were a mess. You know, we allowed Jesus Christ to come into our lives to work in our marriage. And he did. Mm -hmm. And that's mm -hmm. why we're here today. You know, have a great, wonderful marriage. You know, next month. To God be the 32 glory. 32 years. Uh, okay, 32 yeah. <laughs> years next month. And I tell you, this is truly scripture because she is the wife of my youth. You know, she is that loving doe, that graceful deer. And I am always captivated by her bringing me coffee every morning. Okay, so you know but what? Yeah, we really hope you guys in, enjoyed uh, the, this this message. Now, you know, if we really didn't, you know, answer anything, what you thought about being taken for granted, you need to go back and listen to it again because we told you about how to do it in Christ. You're not going to get through this in the natural. You're not mm -hmm. going to get through this, you know, thinking about you're always right and the other person's always wrong because, you know, you're right and they're wrong or you're wrong and they're right. Hey, mm -hmm. just, you know, submit yourself to God, you know, humble yourself before him. And I tell you what, I guarantee you that if you do that, he will work everything out between you. I want to leave with this yes. scripture in Colossians 3.23. Say, whatever you do, work early as for the Lord and not for men. Yes. At the end of the day, everything you do, present it to God. He knows exactly what you need. He, he will provide every need. So... Just trusting in the process, you know, these things that we applied in our life, it didn't change our marriage overnight, but mm -hmm. it was substantially changed right. from the root of the problem. Right. So please apply, think about it, pray about it, look at the scripture yourself and remind yourself why you do what you do. Right. You're Whether nobody it. sees it, including in, in ministry, including uh, uh, at your job. Do it for him. He's your rewarder. He's your blesser, not your spouse, not your pastor, not your co-worker, but him. Amen. And, you know, so just remember that, you know, check us out on the social media platforms, thewildmarriage.com, YouTube, Instagram. And get ready for? February 23, our marriage well, we conference. we got going on. Yay! So, hey, that's going to be a great time. You know, yes, we're going to be reaching be. out to some of the folks who attended last year. Oh, my goodness, you know, yes. And uh, we're going to start advertising that here in the next couple of weeks. So just look forward to that. You know, if you were here last year or, or this year, be prepared. This is yes, really going to light a fire so in your marriage. it was so much fun. I mean, the after party, the, the, the fellowship, the... The teachings, it was amazing. You know, something so affordable. If you're near Kentucky, come and join us and have a blast time of, of romance with your baby. Amen. <laughs> so until next time, we call you blessed. May the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face to shine upon you and give you peace. Thanks for listening to the Wow Marriage Podcast. We pray that the experiences shared today will not only bless you, but inspire you to have your very own wow marriage. To stay connected, please be sure to subscribe to this channel and also visit our website at thewowmarriage.com to watch this podcast and others in video. We call you blessed in Jesus' name.